Welcome to True Parenting Audio, Episode 21. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and this is True Parenting Audio, the podcast where parents will find inspiration and practical parenting tips that not only change kids' behavior, but build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Thanks for joining us in this journey to be a true parent. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about 10 ways to get your husband off the couch to help more with the kids. So I've noticed something as I've read comments on Facebook and interacted with readers all over the world and gotten emails from readers of the blog that a good portion of the true parenting readership are moms. And I'm a dad. And so that leaves me with uh, an interesting perspective on this topic of helping moms to do something, to do a few things that can help get dads more involved in raising the kids and doing a little bit more around the home and being just all around more involved in the family. I've heard a lot of complaints and a lot of questions about this this topic and thought that I'd give moms a little bit of information regarding this issue from a dad's perspective. So here we go with 10 ways to get your husband off the couch to help with the kids. Do you ever wish that your husband would step up and do a little more with the kids? As a father myself, it drives me crazy to read and hear mothers' comments about how they feel like they're raising their kids all alone when their husband is right in the other room. Part of me is frustrated because I know the importance and value of a father in the life of his children. And part of me worries a little bit that I'm one of those dads that could definitely be doing a little bit more. I'd like to reassure all the moms out there that most dads want to be great dads and husbands. They don't generally look for ways to be an absentee father. Most dads want to be the best dads they can be, but sometimes they don't know what to do or they feel like they're already doing it. Sometimes we need a little gentle push to make the improvements that we need to make. Truth is that there's a part of this this topic that is completely out of the hands of mom. Ultimately, a dad has to make the choice on his own to help out with the kids and to be more involved in his children's and his family's life. But I hope with the next 10 items that I can give you a little bit of direction on what is within your power, what you can do as a wife and a mother to help your husband be a little bit more involved. So here we go with what you can do to get your husband more involved with raising the kids. Number one, forget the hints. Spell it out for him. Don't make it a mystery or a guessing game. Men are no good at that. 
Talk about it directly with him. Men don't generally pick up on hints very well, so instead of making passive-aggressive statements like, this diaper sure stinks, and then giving your husband the evil eye, you can assertively but gently say, honey, I'm wiping the table. Will you please wipe our child's bum and change his diaper? Number two, get rid of the words never and always. Avoid absolutes like never and always. These words are almost never true. I often hear women say, my husband never helps out with the kids, or he's always just watching TV. Well, your husband may spend a lot of time watching TV and very little time helping bathe, diaper, play with, and discipline the kids, never and always are probably a huge distortion and exaggeration of reality, and they breed discontent and anger in relationships. Try to identify areas where he does contribute and build from there. Number three, break it down. Make a written list or give individual instructions rather than rattling off six different things for him to do. Again, I'm not making excuses for men here. I'm just telling you how our brains work. We struggle to remember and we feel overwhelmed by a long list of stuff. If we can break it down and take it one thing at a time, we usually do okay. Number four, define roles and set boundaries. Create a plan together. Have a short weekly discussion about what responsibilities you both have and how you can help each other meet your goals and fulfill your responsibilities. Identify together what each of you can do to contribute to the home and raising the kids. Depending on your family, how you and your spouse define your roles and responsibilities may be different than others. But regardless of how you break down the workload, it's helpful to have a clear understanding of what each of you will do and what responsibilities you will share. Number five, discuss limits on TV and technology. I've heard more complaints of men having affairs with the television and video games than accounts of actual infidelity with another woman. Kill the TV. One of the best things I ever did for my marriage was to opt out of television in our home. We have a TV set that we can watch movies on, but we do not have endless programming that can run across the screen at any given time. Now, this is probably not something every husband and wife are willing to do, but it can decrease distraction and jealousy and increase family togetherness to identify a no-tech or no-TV time each day that allows you to focus on each other rather than on a screen. Number six, make a specific effort to recognize, value, and thank him for what he does do. Make him feel needed and appreciated. Let him do things wrong every so often. Realize that your husband may do things differently than you do. He may make a mess when he's changing a diaper or take three times as long to put jammies on the kids than you do. But just watch, smile, and say thank you. Number seven, encourage him to play with the kids. Dads are built to play and roughhouse. Not only does it come naturally, but it's fun. Instead of jumping right into the to-do list of honeydews, encourage your kid's father to go run around outside with the kids, go for a bike ride, sit on the floor and play Legos, wrestle or have a tickle war. 
Play allows dad an unstructured, fun way to contribute and give mom a break. Number eight, read or listen to a parenting or marriage book together. I've found that reading something that teaches good relationship and parenting skills together can provide a way to breach sensitive topics without feeling like either spouse is nagging, complaining, or attacking the other. It doesn't have to be long, drawn-out sessions. It could just be 15 minutes a couple times a week. Sometimes guys are threatened by the idea of someone else telling them how to parent their kids. If this is the case, you might simply let your husband know that you started reading a particular book to help you be a better mom or wife and would like to read it out loud with him in the evenings for a few minutes. Guys seem to be more open to self-improvement books than parenting and marriage books most of the time. I think parenting and marriage books often feel too personal and preachy to some dads. There are some great books out there that teach positive relationship, parenting, and marriage principles without being called a marriage or parenting book. One of my favorite books in this category is called Leadership and Self-Deception. It poses as a leadership and business book, but it's really all about relationships. Number nine, find time to spend together without the kids to nurture your marriage relationship. Go on a date, plan a babysitter, and do something fun and adventurous with your spouse. Bring back the sparks from when you first started dating your husband. Stop all of the important things you're doing from time to time to just give him a kiss or a hug. Treat him with kindness and respect. Contempt never won anyone to a cause. The closer you and your husband feel emotionally, the easier it will be to discuss issues that arise and solve problems together. Number 10. Get outside help. Get a counselor. Having a counselor help you through a marriage conflict is not necessarily a sign your marriage is failing or even that you couldn't resolve the problem on your own, but sometimes it can help to have an objective third party to help put things in perspective and see solutions you wouldn't otherwise see. When starting a conversation with your husband about any of the 10 points in this podcast, it's important to first empathize with their observable need, second, express your need, and third, bridge the gap with a win-win solution. Men don't respond well to nagging or attacking remarks but they like to feel needed. Positive request might resemble the following example. Empathize with their observable need. I've noticed you really like to watch TV when you get home from work. Express your need with, without attacking his actions. I would really like your help with getting the kids ready for dinner and bed. And last, bridge the gap with a win-win solution that helps meet both your needs. Could we DVR the programs you want to watch so that we can help each other with dinner and bedtime? And then you could watch your shows after the kids go to bed, or we could watch them together. Moms, your husbands really do want to help. He really does want to be a great dad and husband, and you can help him to bring out his very best qualities and use them in his own unique way. Try to remember the positive, true principles that we try to apply with our, our children and apply them also in your relationship with your husband. That doesn't mean you treat him like a child, but rather to treat him with kindness, understanding, and respect and invite and encourage instead of correct and degrade. 
Look for ways to let him know how much you need him and want him to be an engaged part of your life and the life of your children. Then watch as your husband, his relationship with the kids, and even your relationship with him starts to blossom and grow. So a question to think about, what is one thing that your husband does do that you really appreciate? To answer this question or share some of your thoughts regarding this, or ask any questions that you might have about your specific situation, go ahead and come back to the blog and check out 10 ways to get your husband off the couch and help with the kids. And you can leave a a comment or a question, or you can even send me an email at andysmithson at trueparenting.net. I'd also love for you to come on over to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash trueparenting. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And I hope that this has been beneficial for you. And I hope that uh, it will help in your your quest to help your husband be a little bit more involved if you're struggling with that. And I hope that all the dads out there will will take your your lead and will grab a hold of it and will start to to do some of those things that you've always wanted him to do. I hope that it will make a huge difference in the life of your children. Again, thanks for listening. And if uh, you get a chance, please go on over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review and a rating for the podcast. That helps other parents to find the podcast and and get the the different true parenting tips that we share in the this podcast. So thank you again, and we'll talk to you again soon. Mm-hmm.